0: Listeners, it is I, Golden Jay, and with me, Chico Noise and the Skywalker, and our special guest, Laura Balky's here.
1: Hey, do good you to be back. St-
0: do you still use the K? Is it still... Y- you
1: know, I still do, just because I always have. So, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it depends on how we're talking. Are you talking to me... As a person, or as a musical entity,
0: I'm talking to you as a person today. Just Laura Ball. We're gonna Laura, talk. We are whatever. gonna talk about everything, <laughs> all right? Because we just did the math when you first got here, and it's been what? Has it been eleven? 11 years? Eleven
1: years, yeah. Oh my yeah.
0: goodness, eleven! It's like when Mike was here; it was like 13 years or something since he went and I last seen him. So, well, welcome back, welcome Thanks. back to the podcast room. It's a little bit different than the last time he was here.
1: Yeah, it looks great. I love this new banner right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really see it too much in the camera. Uh, my,
0: my niece said that, uh, my niece Brittany said that uh, it's not too much. It is perfect. It is just perfect. It's not too big. It's not too egotistical. It's perfect.
2: I don't think she knows how big it actually is. When... <laughs> I, I mean, the
3: skeleton is literally life size behind them. When it can it stand pretty up, pretty much. No, when I pulled it out of the package and I
0: stood there holding it up, I'm like, yep, this is life-size. <laughs> Almost the same desk, too. Almost. <laughs>
2: yeah. Almost.
0: Uh, so this is actually our first time back in the studio recording since mid-May. Uh, we were here yeah, with close. Mike on Father's Day, and the Skywalker was not. So he is back.
3: Hey, uh, Mike just just a couple just a couple small things for you, big guy. Um, one, I am so sad I wasn't here. It was a great interview. Um, two, I have never heard of <laughs> fantasy putt <Putt-Putt>. putt, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all about it now. So let's uh, send me the rules and we'll we'll hook up and see what we can figure out. You
0: will take the pink ball, won't you? Uh,
2: every time. Every time. He yeah, is the hipster. <laughs>
0: um uh, so yeah sky uh sky's back in here at the, the first time at the desk first time with the microphone arms the first time it, it's like his, it's like he's a virgin all over again,
4: Born again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there you go so we're going to uh be talking with laura here about what she has been up to for the last 10 plus years and uh, like, I, like I told her, I've been Facebook stalking her for years. So I'd love to see what she's up to. But there's been just this giant lull in everything.
5: Yeah, yeah. So it has.
0: can you kind of give us a brief overview of what you've been kind of doing since you were last here?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was last here, I had just re- released my last full length album, Rumors and Legends. It was 2011 and uh i was touring all the time which i continued to do through about 2013 but at some point i just crashed and burned because it was so much it was it was a lot of work i was doing all my own booking managing all my you know social media pretty much everything so at some point i was like okay wow um and at that point i also realized i needed a source of income but having not had a boss for a few years really? i was like what can we figure out here? So it was holidays, I think 2013, um, Christmas was coming up. I wanted to buy stuff for people gifts. And I was like, I'm, I'm dead broke. So I found a bunch of stuff around my house and I put it up on eBay. I had like casually been selling on eBay and I put it up there and I ended up making a few hundred bucks. And I thought, Maybe this can be my mm-hmm. source of income, where mm-hmm. I don't have to have a boss. So, <laughs> so I've been doing that ever since. Uh, that's kind of become my my uh, main gig as far as making money. Uh, music wise, I got to a point, you know, especially as sort of the main person in the band, doing everything, um, all eyes on me, my songs. That I was a little kind of tired of that too i wanted to just maybe be a musician try doing some different things something that had less pressure on me you know so um i I also got married in 2013 to it was so funny listening back to the the podcast because john autry the guy who produced my record right we got married in 2013 so uh he is himself a singer songwriter i mean I don't know, not genre-wise, but he writes songs, and he plays all kinds of instruments. So 2014, uh, I think, was when he released a record, and I played bass in his band. We went on and did a few tours, and that was really fun, because it's like, I'm singing backup, I'm not front and center, these aren't my songs. You know, I kind of needed to just do music that wasn't so at least high pressure, how that's how it felt when I was really going for it, you know, right after the last album that I released. So did that, um, there's kind of a no man's land where I just, it had been, it started to have been so so long since I had released my own music. I just kind of didn't know how I was going to get back into doing that. Like what's, what's going to be the Avenue for this. It just felt like a huge undertaking. So I was, um, 20, 2017 2018 I started playing in a band called the Indy Annies based out of Indianapolis which is an all ladies country band and that was really fun. Nice. It was covers, it was um it was so much fun.
0: Those are the pictures I seen. That was kind of yeah. the, that was kind of the gap we we did the the vinyl release and then it was kind of like wasn't much going on and then yeah. all of a sudden there you were with the Indy Annies and and I thought that was a... The name is just... Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a great name.
1: And that that was a lot of fun, but that was, for me, it was a lot of work because there there were ladies in that band that can just hear a song once and play it <laughs> and never have to practice. But for me, especially coming from having written all my own songs, right. you know, I'm not necessarily in that groove of, oh, well, I know this is a C, F, and G, and right after the A minor comes this, you know, it's like some people just kind of know how things go, and they can just jump in and do it, and I've never been that kind of musician, especially, you know, as a songwriter performing my own songs, it's like, well, it's what I made up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's what I like, it's what I think sounds (laughs) good, yep.
1: So, um, it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work for me to, like, get on the same page as these, like you know, these, these musicians that are used to playing three hour sets, you know, every weekend. And it was really, really good for me as a musician. I learned a lot. I learned how to sing harmony background vocals. Mm -hmm. I never really, you know, I was always kind of shot in the dark, like, okay. And now it's like, I make a demo of my own songs now. And I'm like, okay, here's the four part harmony. I know how to find everyone, you know? So that was really, really cool. I grew so much, um, as a musician playing with them and, Playing those, you know, three-hour, four-hour right. gigs. yeah, right. Yeah, and they're still gigging. I mean, I ended up leaving the band when COVID hit um, because it was like a limbo, and I, I realized in that at that point, you know, I just really wanted to get back to my own music and dig back into that. So I ended up leaving the band because it was such a big time commitment for me mm-hmm. to learn those three-hour sets. I'm like, it was like a, you know, I'm practicing 20 hours a week at home by myself. So... Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it, it was it was a good time to part paths, but they're still gigging in indie. If you guys are ever down there, look on the fa- oh, their right. Facebook page, Indie Annie's, and they play just about every weekend. So, yeah, Nice. yeah, this is a lot of fun. So yeah. it's been it's been a it's been a ride these ten years. I'm finally ready to dig back in and and focus on what I want to do again and what what kind of music I want to make. So that
0: brings us to the new song, Wichita. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which yeah. by the
0: way, amazing song. Thank I you. Loved Thanks. I love it. I love it we shared it when we ran the vintage episode um and i had a lot of people comment on the song and the video they loved the video now is you shot the video
1: well john um did the camera and okay. then i did all the editing so i was not a video person but for the past few years i've just thought i want to make videos and i want to make them how i want to make them right. it's not that and other people do great work, but I ha- like I can see it all in my mind. I'm like playing a movie in my mind, and I wanted to have the, the skill to know how to make that happen. So I it took me, it took me like three months. I'd like you know do my eBay work. I'd get, work on that, and then five o'clock, I'm like okay, I'm clocking out, and then I just sit at my computer and I would learn how to use. I was working in Final Cut Pro. It's like I'm, got to learn this program, mm-hmm. and I i was a luddite i did not know technology i did not but you know three months later it's like oh yeah hmm, i can edit this video you know so it was just sitting down and putting the time in with that program and it was a lot of fun now i'm working on another video right now we shot a live video it's just me and the guitar um with some we projected different images while i'm playing and that was fun to do so i'm working i'm going to go home and hopefully get that out in the next few days but oh nice yeah so my my dream right now is to really kind of be cranking out videos for i'm not playing live a lot right now i hope to maybe play a few gigs but kind of focus more on um getting some live videos and then more traditional like music videos for singles out so
3: well the the wichita video is killer i've i've watched it I don't know, probably twenty-five times. Oh, thank one, you. I, I love the song, and then the video is great. And thank you so. much. I was much. just so happy to see that you were putting out music again because I think that was
0: a big part of it. It was like, wait, she's got a new single, she's got a new song. We, you know, we're jumping on it to watch it and listen to it, and it was. It's it's a great song, great Thanks video. Thanks a lot. Thanks. So I know what you're saying. We've done the same thing. We did back in when 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 was that? Do you remember when when we shot the. Uh, uh, was it the born in the cab video was i think my first my first video i ever did yeah probably i don't yeah, know somewhere back in somewhere back in the early 2010s yeah, yeah. and I, remember, I know exactly what you're talking about where it's everything is is trial and error mm-hmm. but i was working with a really simple program and then when we did later videos i was always on the phone with him because he went to college for that shit. so yes. i was like oh, <laughs> i'd be like calling him up and be like hey nice. What did I do wrong? How do I do this? I want to be able to do that.
1: Yeah. So it yeah. That was always
0: nice to kick back on that. But yeah, shoot, doing videos is so much fun. Actually planning all that stuff out, writing yeah. it down. We always went to Goodwill and went shopping for whatever we needed for the videos. So we yeah. always come out with shit that was like, look at this. This is going to be perfect. We can't believe we found this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, I basically at this point, you know, for my job, I'm out in the thrift stores and at the estate sales. So if I see something cool, you know, for a prop potentially, right. it's like, I'm grabbing that. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. There was one
2: point we had a piano that we had as a prop. And uh-huh. we're driving it down to the field that we were filming in, and we go over railroad tracks and it just falls. It's too bad somebody wasn't videoing that know, because right? that and would be incredible yeah. shot. Yeah.
0: It was, it was, yeah. Oh, my God. The
2: things we built, too. We built a crane yep. yeah. to film with. We built shoulder jigs and different gimbals, and we oh. kind of thrifted it for a long time before we were like, we need to get real stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, but let me tell you the worst experience I had with him filming. Was for the Bear Ninja Cowboy video, <laughs> and they had me in this Grim Reaper costume in a garage, and they were spraying mosquito fogger. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't
0: find my actual fogger; I loaned it out and never got it back. And I couldn't—I was gonna go buy one, and, and you know it's not Halloween time, so guess who's not getting one? So the only thing we had was a was a mosquito fogger, and we were in a garage, and we just fogged this. <laughs>
3: Doors closed, windows down. Oh, my gosh. Eyes burning, nose snotting. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Worth
0: it. It's what you do for the video.
5: Yeah. That was was
0: the last last (laughs) video I was in, by the way.
1: (laughs) I hope it was a good shot.
0: Oh, it turned out great. I hope it was good. Yeah. We we green screened it. it. We had green screens on it, and it looked like he was the puppeteer for us. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, it, well, it was supposed to. I don't know that it actually translated into that, <laughs> but we were still early on. We we shot videos for the Crankshaft Glory, uh, with the Ledge album. We shot a, a trilogy, basically, and three three videos that went with a, a about a girl, and um, that one we got into more specifics, and they just looked a lot yeah, better I, than I the was, original. I was
2: really starting to get into actual yeah. editing and video stuff, so it was it's been a lot of time learning final cut pro was what i started in
1: but. yeah do you work in that or something else
2: now uh, i work in davinci now oh okay it's a free program nice um, nice i've worked in premiere and yeah all those yeah. too. so cool yeah
0: all right so tell us about a little bit about the the ebay experience and, and kind of what you're doing with that now you you said you go to a lot of estate sales and thrift shops and
1: well, you know, yes and no in a weird way. Um, so I do also sell on a site called Depop, which is like a younger crowd, and I, I have more like curated vintage on there. So that is more of the estate sales. Um, when I first started doing eBay seriously, I would go to the thrift stores, and I would go all day on half price day, like 9 a.m., 9 p.m., and I'd try to get like 200 things and then, you know, spend the next few weeks listing them. So um, when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, I had actually just been on a big thrift trip and I had like 400 pieces I just picked. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be all right. But trying to figure out where to go next, I started getting a little bit into liquidations uh, during the pandemic. And I feel really glad that I kind of went that route because it's so much easier to just get like. You know, a bunch of new with tags things. That you don't have to wash. There's no holes. You just, you know, get it and get your photos and get it listed. And I like to get, like, ten of the same item, you know. People, you know, one listing up and then people can just buy it and buy it. But it's kind of hard to find. I'm, I'm not doing, like... Um, some people do pallets where they get, mm-hmm. you know, the full pallet. I don't, I still live in an apartment, so I don't have the capacity to store that much stuff. So I, there's a lot of different liquidators that I, I pick from. And I still do pick up some things, you know, at the thrift store that I'll, especially garage sale season. Like I'm out almost every weekend because that's the fun part. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the fun part is the garage sale and the estate sales, the rummage sales. I hit one on the north side of Indy on my way up on Friday. And then Friday afternoon, the first thing I did, my folks are really into, especially my mom's really into garage sales as well. We met up at the, uh, in Warsaw, the St. Anne's Church Sale. you've ever mm-hmm. been to that, no. it, it's at the fairgrounds now, but um, we met up there. It's just huge i got like four bags of my don't look in my car it just looks like a big giant mess it
0: looks like she's living
3: out of her car yeah <laughs> and
1: i have a lot of clothes it looks like i just you know have a very big wardrobe that's scattered everywhere no
3: so along those lines i mean you know thrifting and stuff is really big on youtube right now you see yeah. a lot of these guys i know mm-hmm. there's one specifically out of northern indie called froggy flips
1: Oh, never heard of him. Okay. Oh, you should check him out. Yeah, he's, sounds fun. He's
3: he's a toy collector, essentially.
1: Oh, yeah. Have
3: you ever thought about maybe posting that stuff to YouTube? So, or?
1: I probably won't do YouTube, but I did just start a TikTok, and it's, it's weird because I do a lot of different things. You know, it's like what I'd like to be known for most is the music that I make, but... Uh, so I don't know what to do with a TikTok. I don't have any followers yet. So I'm just, I'm making, like, haul videos and stuff on there. But it's like, well, it seems like the people who are successful on here just do one thing. But I don't want to do one thing. That's boring.
0: Right, yeah. right. Lots of
1: videos of my cats. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have started a little on TikTok, which is really fun to, like, go through that. Um, YouTube, I feel like I don't have it in me to manage more than one account, so right. I'll probably just stick to music videos on YouTube. But I am kind of doing some different stuff on on TikTok with uh, little haul videos. But those were really fun seeing what people find and
3: oh, and what they flip. And between that and mini golf, oh I've, dear lord, it's just <laughs> YouTube all the time. Here we go, Mike, yeah. back,
0: with the, yep. <laughs> back with the mini golf. Mike. Here we go. <laughs> um, so you want to throw you want to throw a shout out for your TikTok.
1: Yeah, it's uh, at Laura K. Balky. It's just the same as it is right everywhere. On. It's the same handle, um, just the letter K, no spaces, Laura K. Balky. TikTok, Instagram. There yeah, go, so guys. the TikTok, I mean, you'll see, you know, I just posted a whole video this morning. Um, you'll see that. You'll see my cats. You'll see little snippets of music stuff. i post on there, so. Well,
2: you just got three followers right here. So. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> right. I can give you
0: five because I'm pretty sure I have three TikTok accounts, but I have no idea. <laughs> stupid TikTok! see now that's a rabbit hole right there yeah it is yeah you, i could you, I, you lay down at night and you got your phone you're like oh what's going on TikTok? and you look up and it's two o'clock in the morning you're like what did what did what just happened
1: yeah it is it is so yeah i, I never used it before this year but i was like well i really feel like in a lot of ways i'm just kind of resurfacing it's like i'm finally ready to just do all that stuff again you know and it, so i i hadn't used tiktok i like i guess i let myself become uh i don't know obsolete in certain ways because because <laughs> things have changed you know it's all about it's all about the tiktok it's all about the little videos and mm-hmm. it's actually fun to do and it's fun to you know but if i'm being sort of inactive across social media it was like i don't want another one to do mm-hmm. and now it's like oh, i'm having fun
0: you know the tiktok is really cool because it masses a large amount of views very very quickly it seems like you know uh golden image radio and all this stuff you you're, you're kind of watching them build slowly mm-hmm. whereas with tiktok you know you have got 10 second or obviously now there're more but then they start off as like 10 second videos or something like that mm, that was fun. That was Vine. Yeah, I think seven <laughs>
1: seconds. See, the last time I was really, like, on the internet, I was using Vine.
2: Vine, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. And TikTok, I think, might have started out a minute. Now yeah. it's like, you can go up to, like, three. Yeah, I think yeah, it's like that. That. No, they upped it even to ten. Yeah, seven or ten. Oh yeah.
3: Really? Just recently,
0: yeah. they upped it. Now you can upload ten-minute videos.
3: I'm so glad I haven't seen those yet. I, yeah.
0: I, I have scrolled through some of them. It's like <laughs> I started, and I'm like, yeah, this is going nowhere quickly. So let's just go ahead to the next one. My favorite of those ones that they go, whoa, you're going to follow us out here. Yeah. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, look, it's a can. I don't know how it got here.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. You it's did. like, get this away. Yeah. Get it away. Why
0: did I watch this for 20 minutes? Because I thought something exciting was going to happen. But
3: you watched it. I did watch
0: yeah. it, and that's what pissed me off. No, some of them. I've gotten wise to that shit, and I quit watching them. If mm-hmm. it ain't done in thirty seconds, we're moving on. Exactly. I ain't got no time for that. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, TikTok and is you can watch your views kind of go up, and I think that's I think that's what we all really love is the fact that it's like oh my video got watched sixty times, oh my video got watched one hundred and twenty yeah. times, or.
1: Yeah, and, it's crazy. I had like three followers. I'm like, but how did I get 300 views mm-hmm. on this? What? How, what? Yeah.
4: yeah
0: so it, it's
1: interesting. It, it's <laughs> it's I weird. Think
0: that does have something for our for our you know brains. We're like, oh my god, this could be amazing. Look, we just posted this video. And it's like, oh god, make another one. It's all about the algorithm. It yeah. is all about the algorithm. That yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how, and how the, gore.
3: the beauty of it is, is they they do such a good job of showing you what you want to watch too. Yeah. You know, my yeah. TikTok is weird paranormal videos. Uh huh. Yep. I'm uh, getting those Dungeons and Dragons. I and, do not get those. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, every time I open it up, it's it's always along those same lines. So
1: I've noticed that, and I have hardly used it at all. You know, I'm I'm pretty new in. I'm not, I'm not following many people or. But already I'm like, oh, I like that. They're they're just working on me. Yeah. They're trying mm-hmm. to get that perfect
0: feed to keep me there for yep. f- for five hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they'll get you. They'll
1: get you. Yeah. It's working.
0: So married in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Uh congratulations by the way. Thank Obviously I haven't seen you. So <laughs> yeah, you know, even though it's been you know several years now that you've yeah. been married. Thanks. Are we building a family or just
1: Well, we're building cats. Um, nice. <laughs> no. nice. Um just the, just the cats. Just the two of us and the cats. So, yeah, it's um, the my first cat came from Pearson, just this little stray raggedy kitten on death's door, at, coming around my parents' garage sale, and I was like, "This cat's gonna die." And I'm like, "Should I grab this cat?" So the rest is history. Just two, stopped at two, but uh-huh. Um,
0: uh-huh. yeah, can it's you, can You talk to my mom. Because she can't can't stop it too. Well,
1: I'm only three years into this having cats thing. If a a kitten shows up at death's door on my doorstep, what am I going to do? Kick it? No, I'm going to be like, we got three now. Yeah, we got three. (laughs) So what do you do?
3: Well,
0: uh, Skyler, tell her about your first kitten that you guys got.
3: Oh, yeah. Great story. I was driving down Detroit in Warsaw following this van, and I see something fall out the bottom of it. I'm like, what was that? And then it starts moving. I slam on my brakes. And I almost hit this kitten. Oh we estimated her at, what, six weeks old at that point. Oh, yeah. So I jumped out, threw all my hazards, and then chased her across Detroit Street in <laughs> Warsaw and oh grabbed her gosh. as she was trying to climb up under somebody else's car.
1: Right, because they hide up there.
3: Yep.
5: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: So that's Mochi, that's, and that cat has become wild. your
0: biggest pain in the ass, isn't it? No, that's the other one. Oh, that's the other one. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we managed two cats too.
3: <laughs> no yeah. cats.
0: No cats here. I'm done with cats.
3: What do you always say? Don't trust something that poops in your house. That's right.
0: Yeah. Wait. Wait I, a I second. <laughs> he said that. One when I, got cat. <laughs> I love my cats, but uh, when I had cats, but now I just got that stupid dog.
1: Yeah, I saw the dog. Did you see, <laughs> yeah, see Ozzy? Yeah. yeah,
0: was he poking his head over the window looking at him? Well,
1: I actually knocked on the door because I, I didn't remember. You know, it's been so long. I right. didn't remember this garage was right back out here, so I knocked on the door.
0: And right on. I'm
1: like, they're all in the garage. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, (laughs)
0: duh.
1: Hello, where am I going? Yes,
0: you'll notice that uh, right behind you, right over there, is where you autographed the wall so many years ago. Whoa. So right below, right next to the armadillo bar there. Yeah,
1: Yeah, you know, my signature now is like a, I mean, that's when I had time. Now it's like, I don't got time for all those letters.
0: So we're going back into music.
1: Yeah. And so
0: you got a new video coming out, you hope, in the next few days.
1: Yeah, yeah, just a a live video um, with – there's some cool, like, visual elements to it, I think, but, yeah.
0: Right on. Um, You're not planning another album? You're just going to do I am. I am.
1: But, see, the thing is, I think the last time I put an album out, it was – it just – so much work went into it. It was such an undertaking. I'm trying not to think about it that way because I get too overwhelmed. And this was the problem with this, you know – 10 year gap in releasing music. I guess the, I did put out a single in 2013. I did put out a single then. So, um, this is the problem with this, you know, this expanse of years where it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm like, I don't have the energy to do this big undertaking that the last thing was. So now I'm trying to think of it more like, well, yeah, I'm working on an album. So John and I are working on it. Um, he is doing, so I'm playing, you know, guitar and mandolin and, um, some keys and playing some lead stuff, and he's doing drums and bass, and we are slowly working on it. The album, we took... The songs were... uh, They've been demoed for a minute. We had 20 songs, and we've now narrowed it down to, uh, I think, about 12 songs, and we'll probably cut a couple more as it comes together. But the album is in, in the works. I just feel like I, I'm i going to psych myself out if I, if you, you know, if I think too hard, hard about it. it. <laughs> Instead, it's just happening naturally. You know, we're, John has a home studio set up. We, you know, work on it for a while, take a little break, work on it for a while.
4: Right.
1: Yeah, so yeah, there is an album that's actually pretty I mean some songs are like almost there. Some songs are still skeletons. It's coming together though, but right. yeah, so part of the thing about doing these videos is I'm not really playing live shows right now a lot. Um, So I would like to introduce people to the songs, um, without you know having to play like a huge national tour to see all my friends. You know, (laughs) yeah,
0: exactly. You want to? I think it's become more about being at home and just enjoying it again. Yes, that's kind of what we did. We we actually quit playing in two thousand and eight. Playing live shows, we still would do a couple. We've done. we would work with a group out of uh, Rochester called Families Helping Families, and we play their benefit every year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's what we would do, and that was about it, you know? Yeah. That getting home, well, you toured, which is yeah. even more rigorous than what I did, but that getting home at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and all that is just... Oh.
1: I know. It's exhausting. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I need my sleep. Midnight? I want to be... If I'm not <laughs> asleep, it's like, Bye. <laughs> I got it. I got to get my little sleeps. So
0: it's bedtime, people. Get, just get out. I'm going to bed. It
1: used to be, you know, we're just packing up. It's time for the party. So
0: yeah. yeah, I remember those days exceptionally well.
1: Yeah, I mean it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just I feel like I was at a I was going at at a, a pace that wasn't sustainable. So yes. and I don't want to crash and burn like that again. I want to like find an easy way it works for me to be and this is fun it's like oh yeah put out a video you know kind of always working on things and always kind of putting out you know videos or singles or eventually the album right. um in a way that feels more like bite sized and doable Yep. Rather than it's got to be this huge thing that takes over your life for three years. So. Yes,
0: and and then you're <laughs> and then you're at that point where you're dreading when it comes out. How was it going to sell? How's it going to yeah. do? Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. That's the other thing about doing like doing Wichita. It's like that's not on the album. It's too country. The The rest of the album is going in a different direction, but especially playing with those country gals, uh-huh. I definitely wrote <laughs> quite a few country songs. I've written quite a few country songs, but they need to be on their own album. So it's like, well, this doesn't really fit anywhere. Let's just make it a single. and And that was a good way to just dip my toes back in the water. I had to like you know resurrect all my old accounts. I'm like, can I even get into my YouTube anymore? <laughs> also, I just let everything lapse, you know, on nope. streaming. And and when that happened, it was right when streaming was taking off that I just let it all lapse and now it's like, oh right, I got to get back, you know, get mm-hmm. back into distribution and so all that's done now. So everything going at this pace, everything is doable cuz it's more in like a um a it's like, okay, well, you need to do this and this. You don't need to do 80 things. You need to do two things this week, and that feels like something I yeah. can do.
0: Yep. So tell me about Wichita a little bit more. Uh, were you there for a while? or
1: um, what was, what, <laughs>
0: can, you, can you break down what the meaning of the song was? Well,
1: <laughs> you know, so this is another thing I got into really a, as, as a huge time hobby since uh, I saw you all last uh-huh. was – kind of this um abandoned exploration a lot of people call it urbex now urban exploration right i've done a little bit of that but i really like the rurex as i guess it's called getting out to the middle of nowhere going to these ghost towns uh, my my dad's family is from kansas um and there's a pretty deep history on his mom's side like his his uh great-great-grandparents, you know, moved from Quebec to middle-of-nowhere Kansas and opened, like, a general store. Oh, nice. And I still have some kind of more distant relatives that live in that town, so I've been out there a few times, like, kind of getting into the genealogy and family history. But surrounding that, you go out to, you know, the Great Plains right now, depending, I mean, the Dakotas, Nebraska, Kansas, I don't know about the rest of the country, but... You're just driving, and it's, like, all these abandoned farmsteads, abandoned houses, ghost towns. And to me, I've just been just totally captivated by that. So I got into, like, I took some trips out there and just found all the, you know, I had the, my little maps of locations I wanted right. to visit of ghost towns. And did some photography, and um, and I just thought uh, Wichita was more written in a country vein of, like, this isn't exactly... You know, I don't really... I do actually have friends in Wichita, ironically <laughs> enough, and a cousin. I just like the way it sounded. Right, right on. You know, and, and I liked the idea of doing sort of like a out-in-Kansas video. It was all filmed in Kansas. Right. Because um, I've been out there a few times for family stuff and for these photography trips. And just kind of getting out and being out alone in the middle of nowhere with my camera and just feeling like... I don't know, just feeling the plains, feeling right. what it's like out there, yeah, you know. Yeah, just
0: kind of connecting with yourself again. Yeah, connecting
1: with myself yeah. and connecting with this really, you know, kind of beautiful, desolate landscape. It was, it was a lot of fun doing that. But, I, you know, then I was like, well, you know, let's do this video out there. We filmed it all um, in the course of three days. And we we planned the trip around um, this the world's largest operational steam engine, Big Boy. Uh, it's a Union Pacific train that's been fully restored, and now they do, like, these heritage tours where it just kind of goes around different portions of the country. So we planned it around, you know, the, it, the schedule of the train going through Kansas, which is right. a lot of fun. And we just, uh, we would, the train does whistle stops. It'll, like, stop in the little towns and do a whistle stop. So we would uh, get set up, get our shot, and then drive, try to lap the train because it's stopping for you know ten minutes. So and then we okay, okay, we gotta get the and we didn't necessarily have these spots planned out. We're like, all right, we gotta find a spot. Where are we gonna Where are we gonna get the next shot? It's just all about like lapping the train and then setting up in a new location. It was a lot of fun though. We had a lot of fun doing. It that. sounds
0: like it'd be a lot of fun. It, yeah, just trying yeah. Trying to outrun the train so you can get the shot <laughs> exactly. sounds like a good time.
3: <laughs> well, and on the back end of that, I'm pretty sure when she tweeted out the video, she's like. Oh, by the way, now I'm a train girl.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, am. <laughs> I thought you that know,
3: was super fun. Getting
1: into yeah, I'm I'm getting into it. I mean, I'm not, I am not a, an expert, but um, just I just ordered a book. Uh, it's about um, I can It has a really funny name. Um, but anyway, it's about all these like really kind of rowdy uh towns around um like, when the railroad was just coming in out west. Oh, right, right. It's about these towns that were, like, these sort of no-man's land filled with just, like, all kinds of vices, you know, these railroad towns. So that's up next on the reading list, because now I'm like, well, you know, what is the history of this thing? And a lot of ghost towns and a lot of, like, the history of the plains and why those places are so deserted is because they sprung up around the railroads and then, you know... Um, the way that travel changed in the country made those towns unnecessary. So, right, right. So, yeah, it's, it kind of all links together. Like, learning the history of the railroad has just been fascinating recently. And getting to see this steam engine, like, in person, just, you know, going through these terrains, it's like, what year is this?
4: <laughs> you know? Is is
1: this, like, a hundred years ago? Right. I mean, the train first was built in 1941, I guess. But, anyway, seeing a steam engine out there doing its thing, it's really cool.
0: Well, yeah, especially those... When did the rail? When was the actual railroad built?
1: Uh, late eighteen hundreds was right. when a lot of the tracks were getting built, and early nineteen hundreds, depending on which tracks. Right. But, on. So yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I totally. Yeah, I totally yeah.
1: Get
0: that. So was it was it massive? They call it the Big Boy. How big it's was it?
1: Huge. I mean i I don't know how to how to explain it, but it, it is the world's largest operational. I think there might have been another one that was built that was bigger, but it's it's just gigantic. It's like it feels like you're looking up, you know, at, at at you know the top of a house or something. It kind of looks like you're there.
0: looking up at a very big golden jay hanging about. No, you know yeah.
1: what? It looks like you're looking up at this ske- this skeleton with a golden jay on it. That's what it looks like.
0: So you mentioned photography. Then, do you have a website or something for oh, that? Oh no, or is it just no, all just personal stuff.
1: It's just per. I would like to. I would like to maybe learn more about it. I just feel like such a novice in photography, and I was. I was like shooting on film which was a lot of fun yes so much differently so much different than um, shooting on your phone or on right. a digital camera because you don't know how it's gonna turn out so photography is something I'd like to learn more about but I feel like such a novice that it's it's more about being in those places and it was really cool to capture those places as they were and to see how a like an abandoned place in the middle of nowhere might change over five years and it feels like no one else has been in there. But, right. you know, things start to slowly decay and nature's, you know, taking things back. And there are certain places that I've been visiting for, you know, 10, 15 years because I've always been in this kind of stuff. When I was a little kid, uh, my friend Sid- Sydney Townsend and I, statute of limitations is up, so we can talk <laughs> about this now. <laughs> You know the the tomato factor, the old tomato cannery. Uh, the the there's a smokestack in Pierston. That's an old factory. Okay. Um, there's not much in Pierston, but on the outskirts of town, uh, it used to can tomatoes. I guess. Um, Reed Murdoch was one of the factories that was in there. We would go when we were little kids, and we there was like a hole in the fence, and we go in the fence. And I I do feel bad because it's somebody's property, and somebody right. lived on there. You know, they lived on there. You know, apart from that. Uh, we were little kids and we just go and we just wander around that abandoned factory. And there was one time where we went out on the roof. Oh, so dangerous. <laughs> we went out on the roof, like walking around on the roof. And the next time we came back there, that roof was caved in. Uh huh. So I fell through a floor one time. Thankfully, only like up to my waist, I was able to crawl out. But I, we did some really dumb stuff. But it was just fascinating to be in there, you yeah. know? So yeah. that my. Uh, my love of ex- exploring like abandoned places is, is i guess just ingrained <laughs>
0: so did you in all your photography and all your pictures you took did you catch any paranormal was there anything crazy like that out there i mean come on you know we got we got to so, get that side of um
1: it. let me tell you this i don't believe in ghosts and i don't want to believe in ghosts <laughs> i'm not looking for that stuff because i do not want to start seeing it it's like um there are Two of my friends have had experiences in my right. apartment. I live in an apartment that was built in 1890, so it is it's an old house that was sectioned off into apartments in 1914, mm-hmm. and somebody has died in that apartment. There has there have been funerals in that house, you know, held in that house back right. in the day. Um, so I'm just like, no, ghosts don't exist. Mm, no, that's not real. No. <laughs> Cause I, I gotta sleep at night.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we won't go into detail about what the experiences were then. So <laughs> we're just gonna let it go. Just gonna let it go. Yeah.
5: It's,
1: it, it can get pretty creepy. I just try to tell myself that the person that did die in the house, he died peacefully as yeah. an old, as an old man. And, and he moved on. That's how he wanted to, that's how he wanted to be. He wanted to die in his house. So it's right. like, all right, all right. No bad energy, right? Yeah. No bad energy.
0: <laughs> I think I want to die in, in my studio. Would that <laughs> which, be which one? I don't know, pick one. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I have this I have this problem where I have more than one studio.
1: Where's the other one?
0: In the house. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to. You got Mike, to. Mike's
0: like, yeah, why would you want to walk 50 feet to come out ab- of this one? Yeah, I
1: was about to say, you know, it's raining. It's snowing. You thank don't want to come all the way out <laughs> thank here. You.
0: Thank you. And the beauty of it is that I have duplicates. So I have duplicate stuff to record in there. So you have guitars and just yeah. all that. And then you have it all out here. So you.
1: That makes perfect it, sense. See, thank
0: you. Can you explain that to my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. You'll do. be explaining it to your wife and your wife soon. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>.
1: <laughs> now you're getting married soon yourself?
2: I got married last October.
1: Oh, yep. congratulations. Now wait, you were officiating a bunch of weddings, right?
2: Yep. You're looking at both. Okay. You're looking at two of them right congratulations
1: there. Congratulations to both of
2: you. Well, thank you very much.
1: How does he do as a wedding officiant?
3: It's horrible. He if doesn't he tells, tell people, if to he
2: tells people to sit, <laughs> we're good.
0: You make one mistake. One mistake. <laughs> so at at gunner's wedding how do i uh, let's back it up so in was it 2019 or was it 18 i can't remember my niece who lives in in texas calls me up and uh, we've been down there several times for for visits and, and you know and family vacations and stuff like that and I knew her boyfriend, and we we teased him the whole time. We were in New Orleans. We're like, you know, because his name is Jeremy also, so we I just call him Little J. Like, I'm going to go Big J. You're Little J. I'm like, Little J, we're in New Orleans. Now is the perfect time to drop to your knee and, you know, ask him. And he's like, no, no, no. So they did it at, like, a what, a Comic-Con or something like that? Because they were really big into that stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. And uh, they called me... Uh, I don't know, it was maybe a couple weeks after they had called to tell me that they would gotten engaged. And she's like, we want you to officiate our wedding. And I'm like, I had never done this before in my life. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I got ordained online, which is, you know.
1: Universal, what is it? Yes, Universal Universal Life Church. I I did that too, just for fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My fellow minister, hallelujah. That's
1: right. It's Sunday up in here.
0: (laughs) So I went and did that and I was like, okay, one and done, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna do this. And then um wait, well, who is my second one? I don't
3: Ben Scott, Scott and
0: Beth. Scott and Beth, my but my one of my best friends. Well you you remember Scott. He was here maybe you don't remember and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Zag, overly memorable. Vaguely. No. When he was one of the, the one DJs, of the one yeah. of people yeah. hanging out, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um he got remarried and he's like, I want you to do it and I'm like, Okay, and then uh my buddy uh billy got remarried and 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 then who else anyways as as we progressed these two both asked me to do it and i'm like well definitely i'm only you know i want to keep it into a family thing but but you know everybody that i've done it for is pretty much like family we've all grown up together and stuff like that so I can't remember Did we had the discussion because you pushed your wedding back a year because of COVID right um, you know because your grand, his grand, he wanted his grandparents there and her grandparents there and it didn't feel like it was safe so they pushed it back a whole year so Gunnar squeezed his in first sure. <laughs> it's like
1: oh there's an opening for a wedding <laughs> yeah, we let's go yeah. actually I think we had our
2: date before you had your date and you put your date in front of so he squeezed in first oh that's not right, right. Yeah, okay
1: okay
0: so they get their dates, and then my daughter says, "Oh, we're getting married." So, between October of last year, last year, and October of this year, I'll have married all three of my children off. Wow,
2: that's
1: a bam, bam, bam! I think, wow, I
0: think we can just get them married off and get them on their way. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much six months between each one. Yeah. That's
1: wild. So, it, well, congratulations to everybody. That's awesome. It's
0: we had a great time. Um, During Gunner's wedding, they walked out. I'm trying to keep my cool because he is just, he's breaking down. I do my opening, my opening piece, which is, you ready? Marriage! (laughs) Marriage! (laughs) And then I move on with my ceremony. I forgot to tell them to sit down. You may be seated. Oh,
4: uh, <laughs> was everybody just standing?
0: Everybody stood the entire time.
2: Except for my mom and my grandma. The yep. entire
1: wedding?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, my <laughs> ceremonies are relatively short. I think it was, yeah. what, 10 to 15 minutes? Yeah. And everybody stood there. So this became a thing for the last six months. My wife <laughs> goes, You make sure that you tell people to sit down I was like honey don't worry about it I I got it covered so I I wrote my stuff out and I put in there you know um, you may be seated but I put it in after my opening lines I did an opening line for him which they were really into movies and stuff like that Uh, him and Jess are really into the anime and stuff like that so I found a quote well with help from (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a quote that I started their wedding off with and that's what they did her dad come up Gave her away. He went and sat down, and I did my quote. And then I had it written. sitting down. Somebody looks at me, and goes, "Dad, Dad, Dad, why we're up there?" Dad, tell everybody to sit down. Tell everybody to sit down. I
3: was—I really freaked out for a <laughs> half a second. I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Here but we I turned it. Again. I turned
0: the book and I looked at him. I go, "I have it written down right here." You all may be seated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you mess great. up one, time
1: one, one time, time. one time, yeah.
0: I don't know. You learn from each one of them. Um, with these two, I learned that you need to remove yourself from behind where you are when you say you may kiss the bride. With Billy and, oh, yeah. With Billy and Tina's, when I did theirs. I never removed myself. It was just like right in front of me, like hey, look at me, <laughs> you know, right like, here. Hmm. But yeah, um, you know, you learn stuff with each one of them. But yeah. I think I got one more in me, boys. I think I'm gonna do one more, and then I think I might hang up my clergy collar.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Montana, and you're done.
0: It seems logical to me, right?
2: I don't think so.
3: I mean, come on, just one more. One Let's more. Be done. So you're ordained then, too.
1: Yeah, I think I just did it for fun when I found out you could do it. I, I got it. I forgot. I completely forgot that I was ordained. <laughs> but uh, I got like a an email saying that congratulations on 10 years with the – is it Universal Life Church? The Universal is that it? Life Church, Congratulations just, yeah. on 10 years with the Universal Life Church. I'm like – Oh, right. Yeah, I'm a reverend. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I, can,
0: I can marry you and I can bury you. I mean, That's come on, it's, right. How great is that?
1: That's right. It
0: It's fun. It, for me, everybody was like, so are you going to start this or that? And I'm like, no. I only yeah. did this just to be able to do weddings for special people. So Yeah,
1: we actually had a, um, John and I had a, a friend become ordained and do right. our wedding. Because it's like we wanted her to be involved because she's been a close friend for a long time. And it's like hey, want to marry us? And she's like, sure. So she nice. got ordained and she she did a great job. It's kind of fun that you can you can do that now. You can just pick somebody important to you who's, you know, really meaningful in your life. To I've do seen that.
0: it because I also DJ for weddings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, of course, DJed both of theirs.
1: Wow, you I've were s- doing a lot of work. <laughs> busy guy, <laughs> right? Busy
0: guy. It didn't really feel like a lot of no, work. I mean, no, no. But I see it under these other weddings a lot of the times. Very rare have I actually seen a minister, you know, a, an actual, I don't know how to put that. I mean, we are kind of actual ministers, but, you know, right. a, yeah. a preacher from the church actually marry anybody in the last five or, five or six weddings that I've done. Most of them have been friends yeah. that are ordained or whatever, but yeah. it's, it's crazy how that works out. Did I think Jake's was one of his friends that got ordained, wasn't it?
2: I don't know. I actually
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know, but the way the way he spoke I didn't I thought he was more of a minister, but I could be wrong.
0: It could it could be right. be I know he kinda of put that stuff in there and the stuff about God and stuff like that right. in there, but it was interesting and you know, from doing all my research and writing my own ceremonies I about messed that word <laughs> up, then I ceremonies. Um You know, doing research on on ones that are out there, he used a lot of things that I've read or have used in some of my ceremonies. So while he was doing it, I'm just chuckling to myself, sitting back here going, Yeah, I've used that. Yeah, I've used that. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like something I I would put in mind. So, but yeah, you you should try it once. Just do it. It's so much fun.
1: Marry somebody, okay. (laughs) Or at least as far as doing a service. I don't know what that's called. Officiate. 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 Yeah.
0: Give it give all it a shot right. one time. You probably it, like really list. enjoy
5: it. Add it to the list. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You, you, you know what I would
5: say, dearly beloved. <laughs> we are gathered <laughs> here today
0: <laughs> to get to this thing called. Why? Well, yeah. Oh, Montana's gonna be so pissed. Couldn't I put that in the beginning of hers? <laughs> we'll do the whole Prince intro.
3: <laughs> I'm all about it. That's a great. <laughs> idea. Do you think she'll get it or
0: we'll, no?
2: She will not get it. <laughs> we'll we'll she'll she'll we'll be get like the, what? The feather hat and the. Purple suit. Oh, dude! Yeah,
1: yeah. the whole fit.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: We're gonna build a guitar too. That's yeah. Awesome.
4: I'm so excited for this now. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. But yeah, I,
0: I, you know, if it, if you ever get the chance, I, I'd say definitely do it. It's it's very cool and it's a nice little feather in the cap to, to Yeah. That's put awesome. out there. So. Anything else exciting going on besides, uh...
1: Um, no. I mean, just digging back in and, and getting back to the work of making music, but it, it feels really good and fun. It doesn't feel like work, but some of the things feel like work, like, uh, sorting out... Re-uploading all my discography to the streaming services. That was just, like, where is everything? I had to get into an old hard drive and, like, find all mm. the original files. Uh... That feels like work, but uh, actual making music and working on the songs—it's it, that's what's next. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really think of anything uh, anything beyond that right now. Just
0: it's it's funny you say that going through old hard drives and stuff like mm-hmm. that because um, I think I im I, I, I M'd you and said hey I, I went to your I went to your Facebook and I stole a couple pictures for our social media when I released the vintage. Which reminds me, don't let me forget. I'd like to get our pictures taken with her, so we have yeah, some. We have yeah. some <laughs> new, photos. fresh. Yes. I did. We take pictures when you were here before.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, I think it's still on my Instagram. I think I might be able to really? find that. I'll have to look after afterward because I'm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I still have an Instagram photo up of. It was so funny listening back to that episode because I was telling you guys what Instagram was. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you not, have you heard of Instagram? Oh,
0: my God. No, you know. Such you a know.
1: time capsule of technology at, of, at that time and the different social medias. and.
0: Well, if you go back when we throw out the 2009 ones, we were all about Facebook or MySpace. 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 Oh, Everything MySpace. was MySpace. It's like, what well, who's on your top five in MySpace? Well, bro, you are, you know, and your song's playing every time people log in. And it's like yeah. listening back to that, it's like, wow, we are totally about MySpace and nothing else. And you start hearing about Facebook, and it's like, well, what is this Facebook thing all about, you know? And yeah. you're like, oh, my. My Space well, now doesn't even exist.
1: Yeah, for a while though, um I remember you had to like go to a college or um I don't know if it was for high school, but you had to be like in school to get Facebook. Right. And my brother went to Ball State at the time. He's like, "Oh, this Facebook is so cool." And he was like, "You can't get it yet, but as soon as like they opened it to everyone, he's like, "You got to get a Facebook. You got to get a Facebook. It's so cool." <laughs> and I was like, "What is this new thing?" And yeah. now I'm just like well, I have to go on Facebook to post about my show. No, actually, I have to say, it's been really interesting. Certain thi- I mean, you know, I, I, I roll my eyes at Facebook. Like, for instance, the way they changed their, um, the way they deal with pages. I was looking back at some, I was like, okay, you know, looking back at my old posts on my Facebook page, and I used to just organically get a bunch of likes, because people that followed the page wanted to know what I was up to, and... Now, no one will see it unless you, you know, pay to sponsor it. And it's like, man, this is, this is ridiculous.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but post is like what they're all about. Yeah, now.
1: I know. It's I really know. funny
3: because we just had this conversation last week about the podcast page. I was like, man, yeah. our organic reach is actually decent. You That's know? good. We're in like the upper 300s per post per week. I was like, you know without boosting i think those are really good numbers
1: yeah those are really really good yeah i was trying to post um well when i when i dropped the link to wichita to the music video of course they don't want you going off site especially to youtube or whatever so i did boost that and it was kind of fun because i did some targeted i played around with targeted ads which i'd never done before and you know, because it has the train in it, I targeted train people. And I was looking, it was really fun. Those train people, they loved that video. Nice. <laughs> I but I was looking, I was looking in, it's just funny, you know, going back to thinking about how my brother was like, You got to get a Facebook, it's a hip new thing. It's like all the young people are on Facebook. And now, The people who actually, you can see, they actually do a pretty good job of breaking down the data of, like, who is clicking on your link and who is actually paying attention to this, if you pay for it, if you do the ad campaign. So I was looking at the breakdown, and it was, like, only people 65 and over. I'm (laughs) like, well, that makes sense, because, I mean, younger people aren't going to click off on a link and go (laughs) off-site. They're going to keep scrolling, but, yeah, it was, like... 65 plus was, was pretty much the only people that were clicking on the link, but Hey, they seem to like it. So I'm not going to complain.
0: So how much was it to boost an ad? Um,
1: boost a, yeah, I think I would boost it for like $7 a day or something and I right was on. getting really good results. So I, I boosted it a few different times with different audiences because I was getting like, when I was boosting it, um, I was getting, cause it was after it had come out. All my friends had watched it. All the people that follow my music had already watched it. So it's literally okay. Every pretty much all, most most of the views that are coming in are from boosting it. So that gave me a really good barometer of how the ad was doing. And I would get about a hundred unique views a day, you know, off of that. And then of course new subscribers come in too. So I was pretty happy with that. I'm like, well, seven bucks and like you get a hundred new eyes on it, right. like really actually watching the video. And liking it and commenting, I was like, "That's pretty cool." So it was interesting to play around, but it does seem like you know now you know all the young people have migrated to other platforms right. for sure. But oh yeah, it's still. I mean, the thing about Facebook is you really just can't quit it. Like the events <laughs> features, I mean, you can't. Quit there's Facebook. so much. They have just like kind of everything's there. You know, yep. they got their tentacles into every part of like. Your social life it's like okay well yeah i need it there have been times where i love to just get off social media but it's like uh, i need it for the events i need it for posting updates of various things you know i need it but then it's also nice like living in indy away from you know most of my family nieces and nephews like seeing photos catching up with people that way so you know love hate relationship i guess <laughs>
0: I, fi- I find it in even the people that i work with every day is you don't I, you may not interact with them on that personal level, but you're friends on Facebook, and you see, you know, whatever they're doing, or their yeah. grandchild, or their, yeah. their you yeah. know, their son graduated, or you know, just so much, so much involved in all that stuff there, and and it gives you something to talk about. And you're like, oh, hey, congratulations, da 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 da. And,
1: yeah yeah
0: it's just it's so interesting to me that all that stuff's on there i that's how it i is. keep other people and then you don't have to yeah. actually physically interact with them either that way you can just be like oh hey
1: <laughs> you know I, I i'm such a sometimes i feel like i'm such a bad uh you know family member because it's like oh uh somebody you know i'm real bad with dates and stuff and and but i don't need to be good with dates Whenever you know they do the big facebook post i'm like
5: Happy birthday! You know? I take take
0: so much shit for that. If I walked in and saw my boss's birthday, I'd be like, oh, hey, happy birthday. And my coworker goes, saw it on Facebook, didn't you? And it's like, yeah.
5: Yep.
0: Yep. supposed to be the ultimate employee that remembers that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So have you sent Wichita out to the streaming sites for downloadable? Yeah, it's streaming
1: everywhere now. So, um,. that's a whole thing too it's like i i had no basically i was just a ghost if you were if you were trying to find my stuff on everyone uses apple music i guess that's itunes now is the streaming service apple Mm -hmm. music or spotify and it's like just didn't exist on there so trying to you know and the thing that is a little annoying about coming back to the you know age of all these streaming and and all these social media platforms, is they all want you to be engaged on that platform. Like, at Spotify, I think they had this whole thing of like, ooh, work on your artist profile. I'm like, is there, do I have to yeah. work on another profile? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, where can I
0: copy and paste this at, please? Yeah, I mean, I they, want want copy a, and paste. they
1: want a photo, and it's got to be like this. They want it, your your face to line up on the between these lines. It's all just like... <laughs> Another, thing. But, you know, if I'm working on a little bit every week or, you know, every every month, I'm like a new thing, it's, it's not so bad. But every single site, they just want to pull you in and then they want you doing all this stuff to engage your audience. And so it does feel like, oh, man, it's, you know, it could be a full time. That's why people hire social media managers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot. It's it a does. lot nowadays with there being so many platforms.
0: Yeah, I don't have the time to mess with it. So we <laughs> yeah. we send a lot of our social stuff to uh, one of our one of our DJs who likes to do that stuff. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. If you have somebody that likes to do it, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and then we great. have our
0: we have our graphic designer and our. Videographer, and
1: you got quite the team around here. That's great. I, yeah, he yeah. lucked
0: out somehow. Yeah. yeah, I just want to sit up here in my emperor seat and just enjoy.
3: Yeah, but if Alicia Autopsy would actually post the TikToks on time, that would be great.
0: <laughs> you just throw her out under the bus on Golden Image Podcast. She's
3: MySpace famous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, how did the vinyl do as far as, and I know we're going back and yeah, back yeah. into 2010, but how did your vinyl do on sale? Back it did really days?
1: good. Um, so I got, it was a weird kind of patchwork because I didn't want to, the books, the, the hardbound books that they were, you know, released with were expensive to do. So right. I didn't want to do the, but then you're kind of trying to meet in the middle because it doesn't make sense to press 100 vinyl. I made 100 of the hard by hardbound books. Mm-hmm. If you make, if you press 100, you might as well press 250 or 300 because so much of the cost in pressing vinyl is in the upstart, getting the lacquers made and all these, you know, different things that are a one-time fee and then the the pressing is just gravy. So, um, I, I did 100 in the hardbound books and those sold out pretty quickly, actually. Those sold out. And then I am almost completely sold out because after that I did a record sleeve with like a... A book, a a booklet insert inside of it, and um those are almost sold. I, I still sell them occasionally. I just sold one nice. uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Do I have any of those left? Do I need to take that down?" <laughs> and I just checked. Okay, it's like you got a few left. You can still keep this up, you know, on on Bandcamp or whatever. You can right. still keep that up. So it's so. uh,
0: everything's still on Bandcamp then.
1: Yeah, it's still on Bandcamp too. If that's you know where people go. you know, wherever you go, things should be there now. (laughs) Things should be right. She's
0: got all of her socials back up. Uh,
2: Yeah. She went through the
0: book, the little notebook that had all of her passwords written down. (sighs) Yep. And she found them all. So she's back out there. Well, good. I know that, um, as far as like, like your Facebook, like I said, it I know that I looked at it, and it was, you know, 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. and then there was some kind of hit and miss with the, with the Indianies, mm-hmm. and then with Wichita coming out, so I yeah. mean, there's such a large gap, but I, yeah, I, I guess my big thing was, is that you, you seem to like Instagram a lot, a lot more, and that was kind of where everything really was.
1: Well, yeah, maybe so, um... And I think I I really got into that, too, because I was, you know, doing this like getting into taking pictures like I was having a lot of fun doing photography. So for me, like as I was shifting into that, it was like, you know, doing more with photography. So, yeah, it isn't the the gaps are interesting. Um, But, yeah, I'll definitely be, you know, probably posting a lot more consistently because it's like a part of it, too, was just. I wanted to be making music, but I just felt like I was like I had slid into this hole, you know, and part of it was just the fact that I was so kind of out of the scene, out of out of practice of getting this stuff out and and uh, you know, you just kind of slide down there and you're like I'm not climbing up there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So nobody... and now
1: it just it just happened. It's like I can't believe I did that and now I'm just releasing music again and working on an album at some point. Something clicked and it's 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 on again. So, and I just am really trying this time around to not exhaust myself right. because I I love making music. I and I love playing music. I love writing music and and releasing music. So, the plan is to just a slow but steady, right? A slow but steady pace that that, that is going to remain manageable. And well, I'm, I'm excited about that. Do you
0: think that has a lot to do with younger you who was looking to just make that your life and to yeah. get that break and and yeah. do that whereas more experienced you and older you says you know what I just love to make music I don't need all that yeah I think yeah that's where, I think that's where I ended up at was is, you know it just got to be too much you burnt mm-hmm. yourself out in your case you played you toured and did all that I was playing in three bands at one time where we played nonstop every weekend even yeah. though we didn't travel like you did but i think it just became too much and it was like i'm done i can't do this anymore and the desire is still there and i know exactly what you're talking about it's like i just want to make music i just want to make music but you're just like Mm -hmm. it's so much work and i just want to do this and oh look (laughs) look i can binge watch twilight for a while
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah
3: so, when the new album releases, will mm-hmm. you be doing live shows, or are you just going to kind of stick to the... I
1: will. Um, so, I uh, I hope to do a few later this year as well. So, um, again, with the time capsule of listening to that, that episode, um, Zachary, who played drums for me, he moved out to the West Coast. He's back in Bloomington. So, we've been in contact about getting the old band back together. Oh, we're Um, getting the
0: band back together. We're getting the
1: band back together. So we did, the last big tour that I did was 2013. I released a 7-inch record um, with a band. Did you ever know the Dead Records?
0: The name sounds familiar. They were based
1: out of Fort Wayne and actually North, a couple of guys were from North Manchester. Really? So, like, we played the Firehouse, and they had a big poll in North Manchester, because a couple... The Firehouse... He, he's, no, he's
0: played the, the Firehouse. That's why he's shaking his yep. head, so... Well,
1: it's all fresh in my mind, because on one of the podcasts, you guys were talking about the Firehouse, and I was like,
0: yeah, yeah. the
1: Firehouse, that was just... It was the place to play for the longest time.
3: It's the one show we played together, and because they, they all went to school in North Manchester, oh, and they're like, Hey, we booked the firehouse. I was nice. like, Cool, I still have to drive an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to get You're down like, Oh, uh,
1: okay, <laughs> <laughs> Is it, yeah, I guess it's it's a hall from here, yeah. So.
4: Well, he was I actually living in Fort Wayne yeah. Yeah. at the time,
0: oh,
1: yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, live, growing up in Pierston, you know, the firehouse being one town over, yep. it was like, Oh, that's not that far, so um. Oh yeah, that was the last big tour that I did. We played the Firehouse 2013. Um, on we did I did the the split record with the the Dead Records and uh, that's not streaming yet because John recorded it and he's like, "Don't put it up yet. I want to remaster it." So right on. you know, doing the whole I got to be it's, I got I got to get in the in yeah. the nitty-gritty and and uh, remaster <laughs> this thing before it goes out into the world. So uh well it'll it's going to be 10 years next year. And we will probably do, like, a 10-year, you know, thing mm-hmm. about it and probably do the re-release then. So until then, it's still on Bandcamp. But, um, but, so the band was Zachary, and then John played bass for me, so it was a three-piece, but... I think I just wrote my younger brother into playing keys for
5: us. Oh, (laughs) nice. Which
1: I feel like with with a four-piece, it will really be able to represent, Mm -hmm. you know, where I'm at and the kind of music that's going to be on the album. So it's... Nice. I'm like, all right. Uh, He shook on it, but we, you know, (laughs) we may or may not have had a couple drinks, but we did shake on it. So...
0: Did you take video of that shake?
1: No, but there was a witness. Okay, perfect. A friend of mine was there, and she saw it, so.
0: (laughs) She saw the whole thing. He's in.
1: But, yeah, I would like to play, you know, probably maybe like Fort Wayne, Goshen or South Bend, Indy, Bloomington. That's probably it. Right. And then if the record comes out, like, next year, a a bigger thing, but for now, kind of keeping it. Keeping it to a few, like really targeted, you know, really like oh, I really want to play there. I want to see these people. Like I right. miss, I miss this venue kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And a little more closer to home. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: a lot more closer to home. So do you miss? The, do
0: you <laughs> miss the touring days though?
1: Um, you know, the touring days were like, it, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times, you know, <laughs> there's something, else, especially being that age in your twenties where you just have this boundless energy. It's like, it was so much fun, but the mm-hmm. grind was just wild. We'd be up cause you know, it's about going, playing your show and then you're hanging out
4: mm-hmm.
1: till three or four or five in the morning. And then, you know, waking up 9am or whatever, and maybe you have a six hour drive uh, especially for me, since it's my music and my band, I always felt like, you know, I really should be the one who does those long drives. I should be the one who makes sure everybody's okay and having a good time. Right. Um, so that certainly was not sustainable. It's just like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to sleep for about five years. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be getting the band back together. Good. Um, we're, we have one thing booked. It's like a Sunday afternoon. Real chill. I'm trying to just baby steps back into the water, but Sunday afternoon thing down in Indy planned, and see what happens after that.
0: Nice. So nice. Yeah. Well, are you going to uh, um, put that out for everybody to see?
1: Oh yeah, I'll be posting about okay. it. I'll be talking about it online. You right know, on. now that I'm now that I'm pulled back into the
0: into <laughs> all the social
1: medias. You know, I'll be posting about it. There will probably be a TikTok about it.
3: Oh, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, we've got to go find
0: her on TikTok now. Yeah.
3: For sure. <laughs> so, I don't remember. Did you say you listened to the newest Fruit Pie episode? Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't listen to the old one, but I listened to... I didn't listen to the... What is it? Uh, vintage. It vintage, yeah. Yeah, I didn't listen to the vintage one, but I did listen to the, uh, the new one. And I don't know if I know Fruit Pie... Now, where is he from?
0: He's actually from South Bend.
1: So I really felt like I was I was kind of disconnected from the South Bend scene. So I yeah. I, I remember like bands were name dropped, and I just feel like I, you know, too much distance for me to really know. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the episode. Yeah.
3: He he brings up in the episode that he is playing with his his wife in a band, and I believe Ashton too, right? No, that was his no, it's his brother-in-law. Right. Yeah. How? How do you like making music now that you're you're married to John? Yeah. I mean, does do you feel the difference while you're actually writing and producing? And-
1: you know, um, I have to say I love it. It took me a long time because I was always... Um, I mean, not as a... I've known John since 2009. Um, I really do love it because we just know each other so well. There's a comfort level there where he knows... Um, especially with him being an audio engineer, um, being really, he's really into like synth and MIDI and drum machines, but he's also really into making those things sound natural, like a real person played it, especially for my music. It's like, I still probably want to sound more like there's a real band there and I can tell him, um, make it sound like this, like make it sound like this band and he'll just do it because we have, I mean... I being married to him is, is so much fun we'll, we just especially when the pandemic hit and I I got to slow down and spend more time at home right we just talk about music and watch you know watch YouTube and watch music videos like all night long and I feel like it's really great at this point because of that like just knowing each other so well he knows the bands I like he knows the sounds I like he knows like what kind of sound I'm going for you know, with pretty minimal explanation. (laughs) Right. It's like, make it like the Tom Petty drums right there. Yeah. Let's do some Jeff Lynne-style production on this. So, um, And, you know, having also, like, watched a lot of... We watched a lot of, like, music documentaries and different things. So I just feel like it's really, really great to have that rapport, you know, of, like, we've been married so long and we just know each other and we know like we communicate really well but then on top of that like having like kind of seen all the same stuff been to the same shows you know it's like oh but yeah uh what about this guitar this show that we saw or like you know i mean another benefit is he's got a lot of gear (laughs) (laughs) that man has a lot of gear and so i've been i mean I'm, i'm really still not uh i need to I need to borrow more of his guitar pedals, but he, in the past few years, has been getting really into, into guitar pedals and even building guitar pedals. And it's like, um, <laughs> I, I borrowed one of his pedals for so long that he just ended up uh, building me one. <laughs> it's like I kind of want that back. Here you go. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's it's been a it's been a lot of fun and. Um, you know i do feel again with the responsibility of things but considering that i've played in his band we're kind of even now right because you put her you put yourselves in some really uncomfortable like sleeping on floors situations just like well uh there's really no good place to stay tonight um we're gonna crash in the van like there's mm-hmm. like the, mo- the hotels are booked or whatever so the fact that i have you know played in his band now. I feel a little bit better about, you know, cuz he's older than me too. He's in his he's in his mid 40s and so and he's got all these aches and pains and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm so sorry, old man, but looks like it's going to be the sleeping pad on the floor again."
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> but uh it's it's been a lot of fun and now working on this record. So I feel like When we worked on the record before, it's like we just hadn't known each other that long. I was just like, I also had this like fierce independence about like wanting to have, you know, be true to my own sound. But we didn't have that rapport of him knowing, you know, all the music I'm into and, you know, all of the, I really like this pedal. I really like this amp. I really like the way this sounds. So it was, I feel like it was a lot. You know, he did a great job, but this next record I'm so excited about because for the first time in my life, I feel like it sounds exactly how I want it to sound. And even better, there are some things where it's like, okay, but uh, can we make this, you know... This is a cool thing about, like, MIDI and stuff. Like, on Wichita, the organ solo, um, I played that on, like, a little Casio keyboard in the demo, and then he put it into MIDI... And I, like, you know, kind of rearranged the part a little bit. He's right. like, okay, now that we have that part, listen to all these organs that I have. Like, I have this church organ. I have this, like, old school, you know, uh, Leslie. She he just went through, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, that one. <laughs> but but also being able to take the time as opposed to working in a studio where it's just like, okay, I got to get out of here because I only have X amount of time right. booked. And, and we got to, like, blaze through it. Um I'm really, really, really excited about this next record because it's sounding better than I th- like, like everything that I wanted it to sound like, and and more. So I'm I'm pumped. Nice. Yeah.
0: Now working with MIDI MIDI and with all of those sounds is it's what crazy. I've gotten into the last couple of years. Have you? And, yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's amazing because I know exactly what you're saying. You set down with your guitar. And your pedals, and this is your sound, and this is what you kind of go with. And now you're the, the universe opens up so much by just a plug in that you can put on this stuff. And yeah, and I'm sure he I, I've done some research on it, but I don't know a, a ton about how to do it. Making the, the digital drum set sound more real with some milliseconds in delay and oh, different yeah, it's like all that. about yeah.
1: like letting it you know be off beat by just yes.
0: Yeah and it just yeah. it gives you that what they call it, the more the human feel of it. And yes. I yes. haven't had any luck with it yet because I just my little brain is still having to try to figure it all out. It's a but, lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the It's real, a lot. The cool thing about MIDI is just that what you can record something and change it over to MIDI and it's like, you know I missed that note, let me just move that right up here towards yeah. correct. You know? I want to make that note a little bit longer so you can pull it out. Ah, oh, so much fun!
1: It's so fun, and then to have you know, okay, well, this is the part. All right, now what do we want it to sound like? It yeah. can sound like anything. So oh, there's yeah, so
0: many great plugins out there, and so many more that you, I mean, even free ones. I mean, you know, you can spend uh, you know hundreds of dollars a month on subscriptions and stuff like that, which. I'm sure that I probably do, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just so much stuff that's out there and, and now eligible to get a hold of. Back in, you know, when we recorded our first album, you, you know, we recorded on a freaking computer that had what was it, an eight gig hard drive, and you
1: wow move songs
0: around by a CD, and yeah, so you could take them in and, and bring them back. Oh, it was it's a nightmare, and now you can put everything on a thumb drive. <laughs> oh yep. yeah the trials and tribulations I'm sure John knows all about those trials and yeah, tribulations yeah well
1: he first started engineering in the late 90s he went to Full Sail back when it's funny because Full Sail does everything now but yeah. but back when it was pretty much like just um, music recording um, so he went to Full Sail in the late 90s and so he saw the full transformation over you know from analog to digital right. so and he's definitely comfortable in both but he's a guy who was like, well, I saw, I saw everything go from analog to digital and our lives got so much easier. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just how you use the tools. So, yeah.
0: And learning them, the curve can be horrible, but once you figure it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, that's, that's the thing about learning, um, learning like video editing. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh wow. Okay. Uh, It was really hard, and now it's just really easy. I don't know when it happened, (laughs) but when I got so when I got, I, uh, I'm just gonna say this: I got the student package from Apple. Right. (laughs) right. (laughs) I don't remember what I had to put in. I just like checked the box. I'm like, I'm a student, Uh but it was it was like 200 bucks. So I got the I got Final Cut Pro, and I also got Logic. So, that is going to be my next thing, is I want to learn, you know, how to work in Logic, because Logic has all this, they have these, um, especially for someone like me, they have, like, a a, a drummer or a bass Mm -hmm. player, and you can, like, select the style of drummer, and they come in, and it sounds like that organic, Mm -hmm. real, you know, bass player or drummer, and you just throw it onto the song, so... Um, I definitely, that's going to be the next thing. But, you know, having very recently learned something on the computer I never thought I could do, I'm like, all right, you're just going to sit down. I call it YouTube school.
4: Mm-hmm, yep. I'm
1: just going to go to YouTube <laughs> school. You just put on, you know, first your basic two-hour tutorial, and then you watch the more specialized ones. Yep. And so, yeah, that's the next thing is diving into Logic and learning, learning how to work. John's always worked in Pro Tools, but um, it's like, well, I have this. I should learn how to use it.
0: So. I, I love Logic. Do you? Yes. Okay. I don't love that it takes up so much processing power. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I've got an older, I, I bought it to run Logic. It's an older refurbished iMac, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of that system overload.
5: Uh, yeah, and
0: but there was so much to offer with Logic, all the instruments and all the sounds, and, mm-hmm. and and the really cool availability of having it right there to pull in, whether you're with Splice or whether you're with uh, Unison or whatever these you know oddball stuff that you download, and it just kind of brings it all right in there, and it's it makes it so easy just to kind of grab it and bring it in. You can MIDI adjust it however you want to. And I really like working with, with Logic. But going back to, like, what we use as a Reaper, which is, you know, a really simple, uh, you know, program. It doesn't come with all that stuff, but they all kind of work the same way. But Logic just offers so much good stuff on there that you can't bypass it.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of excited to to get into that. And I think it'll – so I think it'll it'll really help me too because I've been – Well, I've been using, like, a digital 8-track recorder for all my demos, which I like. I like it a lot because it's not on my computer. It's not on my phone. I'm just really dialed in. Because, you know, when you're on the computer, it's like, anymore, you know, everything's synced. I see a text come in, and I'm like... Yeah. You know, it just is very distracting.
0: <laughs>
1: so, um, <laughs> no,
0: it's so true. I don't know how many times you just like, Oh, what was that? Oh, look at there. I probably yeah. have not answer that.
1: So, I got this little eight track recorder, and you know what? It's got everything that I need because I'm usually doing guitar, vocal, two or three background vocals, and a lead part, and maybe like a rhythm, like a right. mandolin or a something weird keyboard. Um, That's all I'm doing, so... But I am kind of excited to play around with the, you know, adding the digital Mm -hmm. uh, band members or whatever (laughs) that is, because it's just, you can can experiment with different, you know, different drum beats or different styles that you might not have, you know, you're not going to... Well, I'm not, especially now, it's like my friends that play music, I don't want to necessarily, like, waste their time just right. messing around, but I'll waste uh, Logic's time. That, yep. That's not a person, you know? i just be like, oh, well, that, that didn't work, <laughs> but no harm, to, no foul. You'll <laughs> have to
0: IM me when you get into, like, building a baseline in MIDI where you can go in and draw the notes oh, into where all that wow. stuff is. You have to IM me and let me know how that works out. Okay. you think of that? All right, I it's, will. That's some of the coolest shit that I did on there was build... You, Oh, I don't know how to play the damn thing, but look, I can build one. Look at what it'll all do, and it's just so much. It's yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, good luck with that. Well, see now I'm excited. Now now
1: I'm all pumped up. I know. So I'm gonna. she will be doing it on the way
0: home. She'd be like, "Oh, what am I doing here?" (laughs) 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 Well, I've never, never seen that where people are recording driving down the road. I don't know what you're talking about. It's still the funniest thing. Is though? Do we? Do you remember? And, and I have to. I'll have to go back and look. at What state could you actually drink in while you were? A oh, passenger? I remember.
1: It is Missouri. And is it Missouri? It's between. Um, we check the check the bylaws before you do this. <laughs> but no, it's between. Uh, I don't know if if you go out into like smaller towns, they might have their own county ordinances right. that supersede it. But uh, on seventy between St. Louis and Kansas City. And I remember every time I'm I'm doing that little stretch, you know, if I'm with somebody, I look it up. I'm like, all right, it's still legal. Go get a beer, my friend.
0: (laughs) We got several trips coming out there this year. Maybe we'll figure out how to do that.
1: Look it up before. Do not take breaking the law advice from this podcast. You don't understand, Officer.
0: Laura told me it was okay. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: feel like we really need to put a big old disclaimer on there. Um. That is.
0: Well, yeah, we'll have to get an opening piece and uh, and actually say that Laura says that check into it before consult <laughs> with it. a lawyer that, that specializes <laughs> in
1: Missouri state law. Yes. That's all I have to say.
2: That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> um, you guys have any more questions for her? Do you have anything that you'd like to uh, talk to her about?
2: No, I've just been listening to you guys talk, and it's been fun. <laughs> Uh yeah, one I got one last question.
3: Okay. okay. Favorite garage sale find. Oh.
1: Oh wow! wow. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Okay. Um. Favorite
4: garage sale
1: find. Mm. See if you would have if you would have you know given me a little heads up. There's just been there's been a lot of finds. This is this is a little different. I'm, it, it comes to my mind because it happened recently. Um, so, and with the paranormal stuff, with kind of like weird, eerie stuff, you might like this. Uh, so, I sold some books for my grandma on eBay because uh, she is now, um, she has some dementia and she's in a, a home. And it's a best case scenario for her, but she was a bit of a hoarder. She's also a devout Catholic. So,. I think that she got some of her brother's books which he was a catholic priest she was the executive of his estate i think she ended up with all that so they're at my grandmother's estate sale my aunts and my parents and i wasn't there but this is out in kansas city and they're like um do you think these are valuable and i start looking these books up because they are books they're roman catholic books written in latin for the clergy only you know they weren't mass-produced so i'm like these are pretty valuable. I'm like, pull, pull them back, and I'll put them on eBay. So I, I just get around to it earlier this month. Um, I'm putting these books on eBay, and apparently, according to my aunt, she let some of them go. You know, these are books that are worth at least fifty bucks. She's like, "Oh darn, I sold some of those dirt cheap." I'm like, mm. <laughs> but somebody got a really somebody got their favorite find at my grandma's estate sale. But anyway, what what turned out to be interesting, I put these books up, and there's one. Um, it's called ritual Romanum. I'm like, well, that's a weird word. Uh, like what is and it's like the rituals. And everybody else is saying like, oh, this has the baptism ritual and this has all this stuff. And then I get a message, uh, an eBay message from someone. It, it had been translated. This is from someone not even, you know, uh, not even English is their first language, who knows where they are in the world. But they're like, hey, uh, can you please check this page to see if it has the exorcism ritual in it? And I looked, and it did. It just sold. But yeah, this this has the full, it, it was called like exorcism day de obsessive demonia or something like real creepy like that but it, and so i was just going by comps like okay why is it, it's worth 130 bucks okay that's fine so yeah that was an interesting find that this book of my grandma's has uh, how to exercise a demon in it like the full ritual so oh that was that was pretty a cool nice one to have yeah. with <laughs> it super cool <laughs> um yeah i just you know i've just found, I, I can't think of a favorite find besides that which was just sort of incidental in the moment that but i did i did uh my the exorcism ritual passed through my hands it shipped off to somebody <laughs> else in pennsylvania <laughs> so you can at
0: least photocopy it for us come on
1: it is online if you if you google it can i you? was like is this on did some because i was like i should pull this and, and put it online but no somebody else did so right on. yeah
0: <sighs> well um we're about an hour and a half oh my goodness it, that was a very quick Just hour went right by. Um, you guys don't have any more questions
2: I was thinking, since Skylar asked for a favorite, what's oh. your favorite venue that you've played?
1: Oh, man, this is another one. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, how do I pick? Uh, well, that's not very interesting. I'm going to see if I can think of something beyond the sentimental thing. Um, mm. I mean I think the fate my favorite venue is the Blue Lion. Um you know I grew up going there. I I was a barista there. Played so many shows there, you know, is no more and that If if I had had more time to think of it, I'm sure I could come up with some interesting place that I've played, you know, that out great. <laughs> out somewhere, but my favorite is def- you know, I it's because like now we're in this era where mid-2000s when I was playing in the Blue Lion, people who were coming to the shows are, it's like, oh, that's nostalgic for me. That's Mm -hmm. nostalgia. And I've had a few people message me, you know, and say like, oh, remember the Blue Lion days? There was just something so wonderful about those days because, you know, especially when my brother... Uh, owned it, I just had free reign of that venue. So, (laughs) my friends are coming through. It's like, we're having a show. Monday night, we're having a show. And we we got all these Grace College kids to come. Right. We would, uh, you know, get one of their, one Grace band and, you know, touring bands. and, And there'd be like, you know, 50 people that would come out and we'd make good money for the bands. We'd feed the bands. And then we'd all go to the post after the show and,
4: <laughs> and show them a real small
1: town Indiana time. It was, to me, it's just like that was, there was such a sense of community around it and the fact that I, I just had free reign to, like, take care of my friends who were on the road um, and, and, you know, connect with the local community. That's That's got to be my favorite.
0: I love playing the Blue Lion. Yeah. There was just something about it. I mean. Yeah. Because not only did we play there several times, but we also went and seen. Like Homespun or Megan King, or, you know, everybody was playing there. We'd go there all the time because it was just so relaxed and so easy going.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just, it was pretty awesome. You went and seen a couple of shows with me there, didn't you?
3: Yeah, I remember one specifically. I don't remember who was playing, but I learned how to play chess at the Blue <laughs> 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 All right.
4: <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: so, would it be okay? At the end of this podcast, when we sign off, that uh, I throw in Wichita to play to play the whole song, of course, and, yeah, and then we'll do our exit. Uh, as far as, uh, um, yeah, the little exit outro song that we do, but well, I want to I want to throw it at the end so our listeners get to hear it if they haven't heard it or can't find it. We will definitely when we do social medias, we'll actually put that on there again. And maybe by the time this one comes out, maybe with a new video will be out too.
1: Yeah, actually, it probably will be. So, well, fingers
0: crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it probably will be, which you
1: can find, you know, through my socials or you can find it on YouTube. And we
0: will totally put that up there. But I do want to get pictures with you so we have some fresh. And if you happen to find the Instagram, one from 2010 or even the one, I don't know if we did pictures with you guys or her.
1: If you can nail down the date, I just got into my old hard drive and uh, basically the photos are named the date. Because right. it was like, you know, I was just taking pictures on a digital camera. If you can find out, like, the date, I could see if I have pictures from it, and I might, but I know that I have from right. the 2011, yeah.
0: Right on, right on. Gunner, you got my socials? I do. Look at this. This is perfect. <laughs> always,
2: always do. Um, <laughs> well, before you get in yeah, deep no,
0: into always... this, we want to thank Laura. We thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for making the trip. I know that uh, this is kind of... It worked out really well for us because you got this, you know, you family time this weekend, and yeah. send you, since you're living all the way down there in the big city, and and uh, we so much appreciate you making the time to come in and hang out with us, and uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get to see you again real soon.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This oh. was a lot of fun to just talk about now and the past, and
0: oh, yeah, that that was interview a lot was, of fun. I can't remember listening back to that vintage. It just so much going on with, um, what did we talk about? The, the, it started with the vodka, you know, and then oh, it yeah. turned into—I oh, yeah. mean, I can't even remember what all. I mean, it just rolled and rolled and rolled and—and oh and it was just so much fun to go back and listen to you.
1: And all my friends, oh, it,
0: they every were everyone of them on the chat room—they just... were
1: not well behaved. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs>
0: well, we appreciate you being here so very much and uh, yeah. it's good to have yes. you back in the studio for three times, the third, third time. time. Yeah, it's actually, great to be back. I think that might be a record, might it? Might it not be? For somebody that's, you know, wasn't in a band with us or whatever. I think uh I think that's a record. I think she's the the guest we've had the most.
3: Yeah, I think you're
2: right. Yeah, we should we should have her re-sign the wall with her new signature right underneath her old <laughs> signature. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's changed a lot. Oh, that'd be
3: awesome.
0: <laughs> or we could just pick her a new spot. Uh, kind Oh, or we could t- no, we'll take that thing down right there. Yeah, and let her okay. sign above that. Yep.
3: <sighs> we get a <clears throat> silver Sharpie. She just sign over
2: the tapestry. Hey, okay, listen. <laughs>
0: For her, I would let her do that. Don't you dare even think about it.
2: That's not a bad idea to have people sign the desk on the tapestry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll stick with the walls.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you better stick with the walls.
0: It's really not a bad idea because then you have it and you can fold it up and put it away. It doesn't get ruined. I'm still trying to figure out how to eventually take all these walls down and save all these signatures. I haven't quite figured that out yet, so they'll, they'll just have to stay up for the rest.
3: Yeah. Of, oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. wait. What? There's a new one up top, though. <laughs> there is there? a new one. There's Yeah, yeah there's, there's... I didn't see that last time I was here. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> no, Colton there's too? several
0: new ones. We got Colton has signed, and Mike signed, and John Lyons, oh, yep, John Lyons Ashton too, and right. Ashton signed. Yeah, we're trying to hold the, hold the tradition, tradition of what we did back in the, you know, in the Golden Image Radio days, so... Yeah. He, look at he's in he's in shock. Oh, I,
2: you know what?
3: It's I, so. I funny. Mean, my favorite one still up above the door, but.
0: So who is that?
3: I believe that is Anchors Encased in Glass. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh yeah, yeah with is. the actual anchor. Oh, drum. nice. Yep. Yeah, yep. very good. You
0: probably played with them or knew them, didn't you?
3: I didn't. No. no? Where were they from? <laughs> Shut
1: up. We were probably just different, totally no, different I think genres. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah, they, they were. were metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, it's pl- just that but far they, removed.
0: Did they not play The Blue Lion? I thought they did one show at The Blue Lion. But they
3: very well might have. I
2: mean, everybody played at The Blue Lion. Yeah, so there we, were all kinds of shows there. That's yeah. true. We saw them at Hank's
3: Tattoo. Hank's Tattoo. We saw them every weekend they were there. Yep.
0: That's when he was still in that uh, building outside of the Warsaw. The little route. red barn. Yeah. No, I think honestly, I think they, I think there was some for Pearson, but I think mainly of Warsaw. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just fun to look at your face like <laughs> 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 <Are we laughs> Pearson. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gunner, take us out with some socials.
2: Yes, everybody, thank you for listening to the Golden Image podcast. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. You can also check us out on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash golden image podcast. And while you're at it, also check out the Murd Nerds. That's facebook.com slash Murd And the Call Guys podcast. That's facebook.com slash the Call Guys pod. And then finally, the United States of Paranormal podcast. That's facebook.com slash the United States of Paranormal. Nicely done. Thanks.
0: i going to throw in a little more flair. Like, the Call Guys, really? Who wants to listen to the Call Guys?
3: Everybody wants to listen to all I, you know what? We could do a whole Golden Image podcast episode on how mad I <laughs> Matt
2: Colton all the time. <laughs> I we we've decided that that's his goal is just to be the guy that everybody hates. <laughs> He's doing
0: a fine fine job. All right, all right, guys. Thank you for thank you once again for yes, so thank you, Laura. much for Thanks hanging for out, having with us. me. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, we're gonna get on out of here. And until next time, rock on.